Come on, church, every campus. Come on, man, let's give God some praise. He is worthy of our just all of our lavish praise. God, would you let your glory land? Would you let the dove of heaven land on us like a tsunami of the surge wave, the storm that just transforms the landscape, God? We believe that you're going to do something incredible. We believe that in this new year, you're going to give greater revelation, a greater impartation of truth. We believe and we receive. God, open our eyes because we've got to see it to seize it. Explode in every campus, God, like only you can. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And all God's people said, come on, as you come on, give him a hand of praise. What a great God. Well, happy new year. Faith Promise Church, welcome to 2018, our first worship experience, and we are thrilled at what God is doing. As we, as we enter into this new year, we are believing God for the greatest move that we have ever had. The, the people of God called Faith Promise across all of our campuses are going to move into a new day and a new way. It's going to be incredible off the chart. God is going to provide for, God is going to lead us to places that we have never been. Individually in your private walk, your walk with him, and then as a community, a whole family of faith, we're going to experience him every weekend. Now, for the next four weeks, the month of January, we are going to discover we are going to discover some new roads, and we are going to drink from some new rivers. Roads will be where God is taking us a vision, and rivers are going to be provision. And so if you have not yet received a devotion for this year entitled New Rivers and New Roads, our theme for 2018, uh, you can go to the Resource Center at any of the campuses or go to the table, the green, uh, green tablecloths, and they'll give you that. You need to grab one of these. If there's not any more, uh, or you like a downloadable version, you go to Amazon, 99 cents. Again, that's the cheapest. Amazon lets you do it. You can't put a downloadable free book. Now, understand that this devotion really is a labor of love. Not just of me as your pastor, but there are a lot of people that have worked. And so do me a favor, don't shortcut yourself. Spend the time in it. Now, if you get it for the first time this weekend, tomorrow just start on that day. Don't go back and try to catch up. In the 1st of February, you can go back to day one. Many of you will do it for several months. Some of you do, will do it literally all year. So it's a devotional 31 days through January that we will walk together, that we, we are going to learn the next four weeks about the new rivers and new roads. If you're listening, say I am. It's exactly right. We are going to see God do something incredible. So maybe you're here and you want more. Maybe you want something different. Maybe you're looking for God to do something new this year. Well, then you need to get in on God's plan on what he has for us as a family. Just dive in on it. Join us because we believe that, that God is going to give us the greatest year that we've ever had. And so dive in. Do the devotion. Get on the Bible reading plan. And so, man, it's going to rock. Now, here's our theme verse for this year. And we typically don't do this, but come on, every campus, let's read this together. So here we go. Do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past. Behold, I will do something. That's right. Now it will spring forth. You, will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. This is a well-known passage. So do me a favor, write it in your Bible, write it in your journal. This is my journal. Actually, we had some made, new rivers, new roads. You can pick them up in the resource center. 
We're just selling them at whatever it costs us to print them. But this is mine, New Rivers, New Roads. I've been in it for a couple weeks. But, but take the verse, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Put it on your screensaver. Put it in your car. Put it on your backpack. Put it, as, you know, put it on your social media, your bio. Just put it together. So I'm inviting, I'm challenging every promiser. Actually, all of us, you may, this may be your first time, I'm challenging you to come on and let's step out together. Let's, let's move into what God is going to do, shoulder to shoulder, heart to heart, life to life, for what God is going to do through us, in you, in me, in all of us. Because here's the deal. There's, greater gra- there's grace and greater purpose through his new rivers and new roads. If you're doing your own thing, if you're not following God's road and you're not drinking from God's river, then you're going to miss some of the grace and the greater purpose that God has. This is sort of our sentence, our theme for the series. But the theme for the entire year is new rivers, new roads. Anybody believe that this can happen in your life? Come on, any campus. Come on, God, behind bars, any place. Absolutely. Now, years ago, I used to, I've actually used the illustration, but me and a few of my friends, we got together and we built this 1956 Chevy. And, and we took it apart. It was a total frame-off restoration. And as we got in the process, it got really hard. It got difficult. I'm going to be honest with you. We did everything twice. Built the engine, put it in, tuned it up, it blew up. Same thing with the transmission. I know what you're thinking. I'm never driving in a car with you. Well, that's okay. We rebuilt the engine again. We rebuilt the transmission. We did the body stuff twice. We did everything. When it was over, it really, it was a, it was a show car. But all the way through... One of my best friends, Larry Petrowski, would say, hey, it's all a part of God's plan, Chris. Come on, Pastor. It's going to be okay. Well, I didn't like it because I wanted to get done with it. And, but, but that's the kind of man of God that Larry was. And so sometimes we're going to hit some tough places, but it's a part of God's plan in the new rivers and the new roads that God wants to take us. Actually, this year is going to take us a leap forward into the 10,000 by 2020 that we set up in, in 2010 in the Decade of Dreams. So what this year is going to be is a Red Sea. You all know the story. Even if you're not a believer, you know the story of the Red Sea, Moses, the whole, that's what it's going to be. Now, for some of us, God has delivered us from silent sin, from captivity to certain circumstances. God has moved. And yet there are still promisers that feel trapped that feel bored, that feel stuck, that feel that, that you're just not where God wants you to be. Some of you are saying, what happened to the joy? Where's the peace? Where's the, where's the freshness, the anointing? Where's the favor that God promised? I don't understand what's happening to me. That may be where you are. Maybe you've grown a little tired or even maybe careless with the things of God. God's provision and vision. Uh, I, years ago, I read a devotional book, and, and the, the writer said, many of us who are believers, we're playing, we're playing marbles with diamonds. We carry the Word of God. We have the Spirit of God. And yet, if we're not careful, it just becomes commonplace. So maybe this is your very first weekend, 2018, thrilled you're here. Maybe, maybe you haven't been here for a long time. Man, get in with us. We're glad you're back. No matter how, maybe you're, you're somebody that's here every weekend. Whatever it is, get in. Maybe you feel isolated. Maybe you feel deserted. Maybe you feel left out of the valley of indecision. Maybe you feel like you're sort of wasting away in the wilderness. Maybe you're trapped with a, you're trapped with a, 
an addiction or a circumstance or a difficult thing. Maybe you're just wanting more. Maybe you're trapped in the American dream. Whatever it is, it's a new year. It's a new start. It's going to be new rivers and new roads. When Isaiah spoke this word given by the Holy Spirit, the, Is- the Israelites were in captivity in, in Babylon. They had-, they had lost the war to Nebuchadnezzar, and now they were slaves in a foreign land. Imagine being dragged away from your family, put into a caravan, and taken to a faraway land where now you're a slave and you don't know the language, you don't know the culture, and now you're a slave to a king that you, that you, uh, I mean, you didn't even know. Imagine, forced to labor for him and no longer for you. And then somebody telling you, well, this is all part of God's plan. Sometimes we're where we are because we made some bad choices. Sometimes we're where we are because somebody did some things to us. And sometimes we're just in a, sometimes we're, we're, we're in trials and difficulties and God is growing us through it. Does that make sense? So for some of you here, 2017, it was the greatest year of your life. Others of you, you're so glad 2017 is done, you can't even believe it. Maybe, maybe you're, you feel like you finally got it all figured out and, and 2017 was great, but whether you liked it or lumped it or left it, 2017 is over. It's done. It's cast off. So there's a fresh move of God that God wants to do with every one of us. We cannot live off the victories of the past. It's like a 35-year-old still cruising the drag wearing his high school letterman jacket. Oh, yeah, it still happens. Still talking about the big game that they played in 1979. Come on, let's get in, the, let's get in 2018. Are you with me? A new day, a new year, a fresh move of God. Let's just look at Isaiah. Verse 18, listen, this is critical. If you're going to win, if you're going to grow, do not call to mind the former things. Or ponder the things of the past. And do you know there are thousands of people with us this weekend? You are, you are trapped in your past. Whether it was good or bad, sad or glad, you're stuck in the I know churches that are stuck in the 60s, some in the 70s, and some in the 80s, back in the good old days. Listen, do not call to mind the former things. Or ponder the things of the past. Whether 17 was your best year or your worst year, it's over. You got a new beginning, a new move of God. Now, this verse doesn't mean that you can't celebrate last year. It doesn't mean that you can't mourn the loss. Some of us lost some people that were very dear to us last year. And so uh, that's that's not what we're saying. What it means is it's time to get in on God's move for you this year. This is your time. Behold, today is the day. Who knows, but you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this, as Mordecai told Esther. And so, so well, Pastor, what's God going to do this year? Well, I'm not sure exactly what he's going to do with every individual, but let me tell you what I do know. Focusing on 2017 will not get you to where God wants you to be in 2018. Does that make sense? The, the last year doesn't mean anything because this year is a new year. Forget about Forget about 2017, forget about 2007, forget about 1997. Let's focus on 2018. You cannot drive a car fixed on the rearview mirror. You got to look out the vision. You got to see it if you're going to seize it. You got to see it by faith, believe it, and receive it. Not looking at the view of you wondering with regret or whatever the case may be. We're moving forward because God is doing something new. If you've, if you've already uh, gotten the journal, if you got it in December, and you started on January 1, then you read uh, one of the 
pages that one of the days that Just Petrasky, he's the son of the house, he's on our staff, actually the son of Larry Petrasky, who helped me build that car, uh, his son. But he wrote, a, he wrote a book about pondering, a chapter, a, a day about pondering the past. It was incredible. By the way, did I mention get a devotion, get a journal, and begin, begin spending time with God? So forget about the past. Then Isaiah goes on in verse 19 and says this. Behold, I'm going to do something what? Something what? That's right, something new. I love something new. Do y'all love something new? I love it. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware? That's circled in my Bible. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And so don't miss what God is doing in 2018 because you're focused on the past. Man, it's all, we're already moving. Get in, the new, get in the new rivers and get in the new road. If you, again, if you read this week, you saw Hannah Little. Now, some of you don't know Hannah. Hannah is on our global student staff. She writes the bulk of the curriculum for all of our campuses. A gifted, godly young woman, a gift to our staff. And she wrote, and I still remember when I read, because I invited all of our staff. I, I broke the book down into 31 days, and I said, here's the, here's the topic. If one of you want to try to write a day, write it. Hannah wrote a couple days, and I still remember sitting, reading, Literally, I'm talking about nine months ago, her, when she's talking about Springford, because Hannah was a gymnast in high school, and she talked about people that were, when they would start, they were afraid to hit the springboard, because when you, you know, you're running and you hit the springboard, it flings you forward. God said, listen, I'm going to fling you in a 2018. I'm going to fling something new. Don't be afraid of it. Step into it. Don't miss it. So, man, get in on the Bible reading plan. It's, it's, in the back of the, it's in the back of the book. Get on the Bible reading plan. We're in Genesis, Matthew, Psalms, and Proverbs. We'll be in Psalms and Proverbs all year. We'll read through the Old Testament and the New Testament at the same time. It's basically two or three pages a day, Old Testament, Psalms, Proverbs, New Testament. So if you get in a part that you say, oh, that's, a little, that's a little dry, you're going to have something great in the other part. For many of you, this will be your first year of reading the Word of God all the way through. So pick it up. Pick, pick your sword, actually. It's called the sword of the Spirit. Today, we could call it our lightsaber. Pick up your light. Pick up your lightsaber and learn. Walk with God. You want to hear God? Then open the Word. Gina McLean, a children's pastor, another gifted writer, content, gifted thinker, she wrote on the day, challenging us that are we aware? Let's put 19 back up, if you would. Uh, uh, Isaiah 43, 19, because, the, because what he said is, I'm going to do something new. It's going to spring forth. Will you not be aware? This is my greatest concern. I have two. A, that you won't sow the right seed in doing some of the things we're asking you to do this weekend. And B, that God will be moving and you'll miss it. You will not be aware of what. And so Gina did an incredible job that day. But, but as you read the Word of God, let me tell you what you'll see. You'll see the Old Testament, God sent prophets to warn the people. They didn't listen. They missed it. They were sold in captivity. That's why they're in Babylon. You'll get to the New Testament, and, and you'll see the Pharisees every day begging God the Father, send the Messiah, Yeshua, Hamashiach, send us the son of David, send us. And God sent him, and he was right in the room reading the book of Isaiah, and they missed him. They actually had him killed. 
That's how bad. It's so easy to miss what God is doing. Can I tell you something about this world? If you're listening, say I am. This world is set up to distract you from what God wants to do. It always has been. It's like texting and driving. Matter of fact, a lot of people have been killed because people are texting and driving. It's called driving distracted. And many of you haven't been in an accident, but you've been this close. This world is texting while driving. It's to distract you away from the new rivers and the new roads, all that God wants to do in and through your life. So, man, get in. It's time. Everybody, get in. Don't, don't, again, don't shortcut yourself. Don't, don't find yourself about June or July saying, you know, the pastor says this could be a great year. This year sucks. I don't understand. Why? Why is this year just as lousy as last year? Well, if you're not going to change the seed, you're going to get the same crop. And so if you're getting a crappy crop, sow some different seed, which is what we're asking you to sow. Because here's the deal for this year. God is doing something new through his new rivers and his new roads to grace and greater purpose for your life. I believe it. I believe it. God will make a roadway in the wilderness. There are no roads in the wilderness. But you may be in the wilderness saying, Pastor, there's no way out. God said, I'm going to make a road and interstate for you to get on and get out of where you're trapped. He's going to send fresh, a fresh river, a provision to get you out. New rivers and new roads. That's what we're going to talk about this month. But really, it's going to be our theme for all year. So how do I get on these new rivers and roads, Pastor? What am I supposed to do? Well, I'm so glad you asked. I mean, remember... Isaiah is writing and preaching to a trapped group of Israelites who are slave to Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. And so what what did God do for them, and what is God going to do for us? Because Isaiah is actually using in his verbiage really how God God delivers people. Next week, we're going to talk about how God delivers people. An incredible weekend to invite folks. Because once you read this Bible all the way through, you're going to see God rescue time and time and time again. Then the people's attention is diverted away. They're distracted, and then they fall away from God, and then they fall in chaos. It's just a, it's this cyclical cycle of sin. And so as Isaiah is writing to the children of Israel, he is using as an illustration, and they all get it, he's using the Exodus. Every Israelite knew the story of Moses and the Exodus out of Egypt. They all got it. 400 years of slavery, building Pharaoh's pyramids in Pharaoh's city, Finally being released after freedom by Moses, after the, ten, after the ten plagues and the death angel. And now we pick it up. Let's pick it up in Exodus 13 because these are parallel passages. Now when Pharaoh had let the people go, God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines. So like many of us, we've been delivered. That's what God does here. Even though it was near, there was a closer way. If you look at the map, it's a very short distance between Egypt through Sinai right there to Israel. But it didn't go that way. He took them away from the Philistines, for God said the people might change their minds when they see war. They had war in 400 years. They'd been slaves, making bricks and cities for Pharaoh. So how do the people leave Egypt? And how do we leave sin? Well, let me tell you, number one, God leads the way. That's what was happening here. Number two, they got organized, they got together, and they moved out as an army. Then number three, they carried the promises of God with them. So let's, let's hit those three things quickly, can we? We got to get organized and get together. Isaiah 43, 19. What does it say? Flip over that if you would. Isaiah 43, 19. 
Isaiah 43.19. So here's the deal. I want to challenge every promiser to this. I want to challenge you to get in to the new rivers and new roads, to get in on God's plan for you this year. And so here's, there's some ways we're going to help you discover what God has for you. You've got to be aware of what God's doing. So if you look in your seat, you'll see a card. It's got new rivers, new roads on it. And I'm asking you to get in five, I'm asking you to get in five things. Number one, I'm asking you to get in the Word of God. So, so do the journal. I mean, do the devotional. In the back, the Bible, I use this in here, and I mark it off every day when I do the reading in my, in my devotion. I keep it all year long, and that's how I do it. Get in, the, get in the, give you a growth plan, get in, do the devotion, and read the Bible reading plan with us. Number two, get in on the weekend. That means to be faithful in the house of God. Matter of fact, I'm going to ask you to do something. I'm going to ask you to commit to come 36 weekends in 2018. Now, all of you say, oh, wow, that's easy. You're talking about only missing one weekend a month. That's right. But the, the numbers reflect that the average child at Faith Promise checks in 1.3 times a month. 1.3 times. So if you actually look at your calendar, you miss a ton. We understand this world is set up to distract us from God. So what we want to do is we've got to have worship the corporate, the inspiration that we do corporately together. So I'm asking you to be faithful all year. Last year, January was great. February, both months set record attendance. Man, we rolled spring break. We dropped 2,000 people, and we never, ever got back up there because people never really came back. Or they trickled in and out. Man, we got to be faithful to the house of God if we want to be able to drink from the rivers and walk the roads. Number three, get in a group. Get in a small group for discipleship that, and teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. In Acts Matthew, in Matthew 28, uh, 19 and 20, the Great Commission. So get in a group. It's going to help you, people to help you drink from the right rivers and walk the, walk the right roads. Next, get involved in ministry. You say, I've never served. Just start somewhere easy. Get involved. You'll get more out of it than they did. You'll grow walking the new roads in that, then one more thing. Are you ready? If you're ready, say, I'm ready. Then get involved in the generosity journey. Begin to give. Just begin to give. Just, man, it is the greatest builder of your faith when you begin to obey the word of God in giving and God starts opening up the windows and you begin to realize, I can trust God for anything. Now, I should understand, these are not seminary level. The things I'm asking you are basic for every believer. Every believer. Keep, the, keep that bookmark. Mark them off. See if your family comes at 36 weekends this year. It'll change the landscape of our church if everybody, if everybody's here the month of January, will make 36 weekends this year. And so have you ever seen a million plus people march? Years ago, Promise Keepers had a million man march on Washington. It was incredible. Unity and singularity of purpose when folks are walking. And with 12,000 promisers, all of us marching in one direction together, the ground of Knoxville and East Tennessee will shake under our feet and change the direction and the destiny of thousands of people that will be shaped by our shoes and our hands as we follow after God. Because what do we do at Faith Promise? We are helping real people with real problems find His real love. Now what we do? 
So in 2018, as we, as we walk God's new roads, we drink from God's river, we're going to find greater purpose and we're going to walk in more grace. Now, let's talk about carrying, carrying the promises. In Isaiah 43, 18, it says this, don't call to mind the former things or ponder the things of the past. So when, when, we, when we go back and we look at the story in Exodus, when they left, they brought out Joseph's bones that had been in the ground for 350 years. Why did they, why did they bring those bones with them? Isn't that bringing the things of the past? Aren't we told not to bring the things of the past? And yet that's what they did. See, when they left Egypt, they brought bread without yeast. They didn't bring any, any meat because meat would spoil on the journey. And so the stuff that we try to carry from last year, it's going to spoil. It's all yesterday stuff. Does that make sense? And so we want to move forward. So God's promise, bringing God's promises are this. It is bringing the bones of God's promises and leaving the rest behind. God said, I'm going to do something new. It's going to spring forth. Be aware of it. Forget what lies behind and move toward the future. That's what Paul said in Philippians. I forget that which lies behind and I press forward to that which lies ahead, reaching for that which lies. Man, I'm forgetting. I'm for, I, I, man, the, forget the past. I'm moving to the future. You say, Pastor, you don't know what I've done in the past. Listen, it's under the blood of Jesus. If you have confessed it, let's march on. Quit living back there. 2017 is gone. The 20th century is gone. Come on, let's move into 2018. Jeremiah said this, again, to the trapped people. These folks were slaves after they had sinned away their freedom. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare, not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. You say, but Pastor, I don't deserve that. Isn't that why God gives us grace? So we bring the bones, the promises of the past, into the future, and we walk into God's best for our future because we walk by faith. So you got to get in and get on. you got to get with the program. It's time to sow some spiritual seed and reap a spiritual harvest. Because let me, let me give you another thought. Benefits in Bitcoin are never going to be good enough, safe enough, or enough. They'll never be enough. We need what God has, his new rivers, his new roads taking us into a future. God promised, God promised, you go back to Ezekiel chapter uh, 13, Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had made the sons of Israel solemnly swear, saying, God will surely take care of you, and you shall carry my bones up from here with you. A promise of 400 years is answered, because we can carry God's promises in to the future. We can only move forward into God's new rivers and new roads if we allow God to lead. When we follow him and his purpose for our lives, that's what God wants to do. Next week, we're going to talk about, again, the deliverance and, and what happened there and what happened in Isaiah. Again, it's a great weekend. Let's go to Exodus, the next verse. They set out from Succoth, camped in Etham at the edge of the wilderness. The Lord was going before them in a pillar of cloud and led them on the way and in a pillar of fire by night, giving to them the light that they might travel by day and night. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night for before them. God is going, not going to leave us. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm going to carry you into the future. I am going to give you leadership. You, if you'll obey my word, if you'll believe my promises, I'm going to pave some new roads. I don't care how deep, how dark the jungle you feel like you're in. I don't care how bad you may have made a mess of things. 
God, God is a forgiving, loving God. You are going to walk a new road. You are going to drink from a new river. You are going to find a new purpose. And the God of heaven who saved you and called you and is going to anoint you is going to lead you to the greatest day of your life, the greatest days. And actually, if we look around and we wonder where God went, God never moved. We move. We stop following. We quit going to church. We start the Bible reading plan. We get behind and say, ah, forget that, man. That's too late. There's no read having a quiet. And we, we walk away from sowing the spiritual seed and wonder why God isn't providing. Does that make sense? We sow the wrong seed and wonder why not, we're not reaping. So I'm going to challenge you. Come on. Get in. Get in on the weekend. Get in on the new rivers. Get in on the Word of God. Get in on the daily devotion. Come on. Get in a group. Get serving. Get it. And I promise you. I promise you this will be our greatest year if we do it together. 2,000, 4,000 of us can't do it. All 12,000 of us, we are going to change the landscape of East Tennessee. Now, some of you are thinking, Pastor, man, I I don't know. I don't know if God has a plan for my life like that. He does. He standeth at the door of your heart and knocking. He said, if you'll hear his voice and open the door, he'll come into you and sup with you and you and him. So if you're ready for a new year and you're ready to begin that with a relationship with God, if you're ready to be born again, if you're ready to have all your sin forgiven and a brand new start, clean clean sheet, then God is ready. So if you're ready for that, then with every, every campus, every head by every eye closed, would you pray this simple prayer with us? Say, dear Lord, I know I've sinned and I am so sorry. Forgive me. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. You died for me. You rose from the grave. Now I will live for you. I will walk your road. I will drink from your river. Give me your new purpose. Make this our best year. In Jesus' name. Come on, somebody give God praise. At every campus, man, people are giving their heart to Jesus. Here's the deal. At every campus, if you just pray with me, out of the seat back, pull the communication card out online, click right there, or you can go to the chat room, just give your name, cell phone, email, check the box. I prayed with the pastor, and we're going to help you. Maybe you need to sign up for our next steps, experience next weekend, and find out more about how to get involved and what your next step is. But I'm telling you, this is going to be the greatest year. I believe it. You believe it with me. Receive it. Be back next weekend. All of our campuses' pastors are, are coming forward while they're coming. Guest cards, if you fill all those out. Has it been good to be in the house of God? Somebody give God praise while our campus pastors are coming.